It is finally here. The 2022 NFL schedule has finally been released. There's no more speculation. There's no more leaks. There's no more rumors. It is all in black and white on paper. We're here to break it down on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. He's Tyler Rowland. I'm Q Myers, your boy Q. He's host of Locked On Titans. I'm host of Locked On Raiders, and we're ready to get into it. So let's do it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And here we are on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find Locked On NFL free and available on all platforms. Tyler Rowland, your boy Q, leading you through, navigating you through this Friday. And Tyler, so excited, man. Chris Carter's usually with me, but he's feeling under the weather, so you're stepping in, you're stepping up. We appreciate it. Glad to do a show with you. How excited are you the fact that the schedule's finally out? We don't have to speculate anymore. I mean, I love it. I know that we know all the opponents and home and away beforehand, but seeing how the schedule lays out, some of the things that we're going to talk about that I really look for when I look at the schedule, none of the nonsense, the things that actually matter to me, we learn all of that when the schedule drops. So just just another holiday on the all-season schedule for the Titans, and hopefully Chris feels better, gets yep. better and everything. But, man, I love talking ball, and you guys do a great job, so I'm happy to fill in and uh, – to get a little taste, a little <laughs> taste of the football season in May. Yeah, man, it really is. The NFL, we got to give them a lot of credit. They're geniuses, right? They get us so mm-hmm. excited, so fired up about every single thing that they have on yes. the calendar and the schedule is no like no other. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the tweet from NFL Leaks, and I say that in air quotes on Twitter, yeah. where they said, uh, hey, thanks for giving me 10,000 followers. Uh, I just made up a <laughs> right. bunch of stuff. you know. So we know how it is, man. So many people want to be a part of something, and now it's, mm-hmm. it's official. We can actually talk about it. So you mentioned yes. looking at the schedule you mentioned kind of how you go through the schedule so when you get the schedule in your hand and again you cover the titans like a glove so when you see the titans schedule and you have it in your hand what do you look at what what is like the most important part to you that stands out well i think the number one thing that i look at first is when is the buy yeah because the season takes a toll on you and if your buy is too early then there's a chance that you flame out late in the year physically. The injuries start to pile up. The wear and tear on these guys piles up. We added another game. We added a playoff team, which added a weekend to things. So they play so much football. And I think, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, regular people like me and you who don't get in 80 car crashes every single Sunday. (laughs) Don't fully, we see, hey, it's football. I love football. I play football for a living for $100,000. These guys get millions. Okay, that doesn't take away the wear and tear and the literally violence that they go through all the time. And if you have that bye week too early in the year, I think it can really set you up for failure late in the year, especially if you're a team who has Super Bowl aspirations. Like, for example, I do cover the Titans. The Titans have their bye in week six. Yeah. They would have to play 15 straight weeks of the most physical football you could possibly play to win a Super Bowl. That seems like a daunting task. And on the flip side, if the bye is too late, yeah. then you have a chance of, of taking those casualties throughout the first 13, 14 weeks. And then you're so healthy or so injured that by the time the bye comes, it doesn't help. So that's the number one thing that I look for. After that, what would be the next thing that you kind of look for in a schedule? You know, I always look for the division games, you know, because obviously we know that those are the ones that matter the most. I mean, you got to win your division. And what well, you want to win your division, you want to be able to host a, a home game, a home playoff game if possible. 
schedule. So I always look to see when those are. And perfect example, I mean, look at what we saw last season just from the AFC in general. I mean, really, remember yeah. there was no separation all year long mm-hmm. in the AFC. And so it went down to week 18 for the Raiders and the Chargers. It went down to week 18 for a lot of different teams across the league. And so I like to see how many uh, division games you have, how many conference games you have, because then you can start to tell, okay, look, this team is, is starting to make some moves in this conference. Maybe, you know, the mm-hmm. Titans have three or four AFC games and four or three division games. You know, all of a sudden, you can start to separate. And I think last year, matter of fact, the Titans did that. Right before Derrick Henry went down, they started to separate, and then well, they kind of rode the wave until the rest of the playoffs until he came back. That's 100% right, and that's one of the next things that I look at. It's funny how perfectly that segues in because the Titans had a five-game stretch last year that included the Chiefs, the Colts, uh, the Rams, as well, the Bills yeah. as well, and they went 5-0 and in that stretch. It was just crazy to look at because when you looked at the schedule, the thing you identified is, and one thing that I look for, tough stretches of games. Right. That can be brutal if you have to play a bunch of really good football teams in the middle of your schedule five or six weeks in a row. I hate to talk too much Titans, but they have a stretch where they have to play Kansas City. They have to play Indy. They Mm. have to play Green Bay. They Mm. have to play Cincy. They have to play Philly. I mean, it is just a murderer's row of five weeks in a row. So when I look at any team's schedule, I look for the tough stretches to see how can they fight through and how can they minimize the damage in that tough stretch of games. You know, and then, of course, we always look for the prime time games, right? You want to know what games, not just the team that you cover, the team that you're a fan of, but you want to know right. all the primetime games. I want to know who's playing on Monday Night Football. I want to know who's playing on Sunday Night Football. I want to know who's playing this year on Christmas. You know, how many Christmas games? Are they going to hijack Christmas from the NBA? You know, I mean, I want to see all that. And the NFL, again, has done such a good job. I will say, since we're talking schedules, I wasn't a fan of the slow drip process that they had this year, where it's like, okay, right. on the 4th, we're going to give you the international <laughs> games. On the 9th, I agree. you know, ESPN's going to give you a game. CBS. NBC. It's like, come on, man. Just I can wait. I can wait till that Thursday. You can just give yeah, it to I me. I would rather get it all at once. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Q, but I was the kid during Christmas. I don't want a present early. Right. I don't want to shake my present. Yeah. My sister was a big <laughs> present shaker. I don't want to shake the presents. Right. I don't want to know. Just let me open them all on Christmas morning and have that big wave of happiness, you know? So I'm yep. with you on that. Yeah, no doubt. And, and there's uh, plenty of games that we're going to talk about in general coming up in the next few segments. I did want to notice or put this note out there, something I received from NFL Communications, that the NFL is going to honor two historic anniversaries during the 2022 season. And it actually, it's so funny because Chris is uh, usually with me on a Friday and he's the host of Locked On Steelers. Both games have to do with the Steelers. Uh, in week seven, Sunday Night Football, the Dolphins are going to welcome in the Steelers. That's going to honor their 50th anniversary of the undefeated season back in 1972. Yeah. You know, that's they always man celebrate when that last undefeated team finally takes an L. I mean, all those course, Dolphins. Pop the champagne. Yeah, they pop the champagne. They pop the bottles. They're so super excited. So that's going to be Week 7 Sunday Night Football, uh, 8.20 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern Time, kickoff Dolphins and Steelers. And then in Week 16, on Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve, then the Steelers are going to host the Raiders, and that's the 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, or as many Raider Nation will tell you, Immaculate Deception, Incompletion, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> So, yeah, understandable. I I love that, though. You know, I'm a guy uh, that although a lot of people dislike the Steelers, I think you could talk Cowboys, you could talk the Packers, but I think the Steelers are the prime example of an NFL franchise. I just think that that they're the best one throughout the the history of the league. 
um, at least since the Super Bowl era. I say that. I think Pittsburgh, so they deserve those accolades and they deserve to have those moments with those games. You talked about, you know, the the holiday schedule, and I did want to bring that up right here before we move into more games and more primetime games. But Thanksgiving, you got the Bills against the Lions. So although we got to take our our Thanksgiving serving of the Lions, we get the Buffalo Bills (laughs) playing them. That should be fun to watch Josh Allen. The Giants against the Cowboys with Brian Dable and Wink Martin. Maybe the Giants are improved, and that could be a fun, you know, division game. And then we end the night with the Patriots and the Vikings. I think that's a pretty boring game, and I'm pretty upset. That's the QB matchup we get to end Thursday night. Uh, Not a great dessert, in my opinion. And Christmas, though, we get Packers against Dolphins, Broncos against Rams, and Buccaneers against Cardinals. I think that's a pretty good slate and presence to open on Christmas Day. I agree. And somewhere the NBA is saying, why? Why? You know, or NBA. Yeah, a lot of people don't even start watching the NBA till Christmas, and then it's going to mm-hmm. be like, well, we can wait till next week. No big deal. We'll wait till next week because the NFL has hijacked Christmas from the NBA. So, yeah, man, those holiday games, primetime games, a lot of fun. Of course, anniversary games. And honestly, there's 12 games throughout the course of the 2022 season that are going to be Super Bowl rematches. So that's something else to pay attention to throughout the course of the game. But you mentioned you have a bunch of games that you want to get to. You got a bunch of games that you want to get uh, you know, our thoughts on or you want to share our thoughts on. So we'll do that coming up in segment number two of today's Locked On NFL podcast. After we tell you about our good partners at betonline.net and they are the number one source for all your betting needs all the sports information you can get the latest odds news sports developments including the nba playoffs just mentioned the nba major league baseball it's back better than ever doing what it does the fights ufc boxing everything is covered at betonline.net your continued source for all your sports wagering information they've got live betting they got the playoffs esports and a whole lot more all you got to do Go to the website today on your laptop or your mobile device. Learn about the trends and all the action. BetOnline.net, that's where the game starts. Tyler here we go man I'm excited we broke down how we look at schedules we broke down why we look at schedules we highlighted a couple little things here a couple uh primetime games a couple uh, holiday games you know some some historic games we did all that but now I know you've got a you've got a, a Santa Claus bag full of games that you want to talk about and you want to break down so let's go ahead and jump into that man what you got for us it's a holiday, man. There's no other way around it. It feels like Christmas. It feels like Thanksgiving. It feels like we're we're getting a treat here. So uh, I'll keep that uh, theme going and give you guys some presents that uh, that I like the most. So uh, coming out, just looking at at primetime games. And of course, before we get in this, thank you for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Free and available on all platforms. So make sure that you tune in Monday through Friday for the best NFL analysis that you're going to find. But uh, some of the games that that stood out to me. This is a game that I wanted. Um, <laughs> even before the season or before the schedule came out, Cincinnati at Cleveland, mm. Monday night football, week eight, having Joe Burrow, having Deshaun Watson, probably playing by week eight, yeah. you know, I'm guessing six game suspension and right. probably what the NFL will do, maybe appeal to four, but either way, we should finally get the two, in my opinion, I know this is a hot take, the two best quarterbacks in that division battling it out not only that but the battle for Ohio as an Ohio born and raised kid (laughs) I know I like the Titans cover the Titans but man I believe Ohio deserves all the accolades it can get for being the the heart of football in this country and I think watching Browns versus Bengals on primetime Monday night in Ohio Watson versus Burrow I think that is one of the big games that stands out to me as an interesting one. 
Tyler trying to get the whole country fired up. Tyler's like, let's go. Get on board, baby. Let's go. He's getting fired up. I'm not mad at that. Hey, look, man, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, sign me up, right? That's a good one. Monday Night Football, that's some really good action. Now, like you mentioned, we assume that Deshaun Watson will be back by week eight. Who knows what the suspension will look like. Hopefully, you know, ruin the game. Right, exactly. So uh, it should be very interesting. Uh, Obviously, Cincinnati, I didn't believe in them last year. Anyone who's listened to this Locked On NFL podcast on Fridays used to always hit me up. Q. You better believe in the, uh, the, the, the Bengals. They're for real. And I was like, nah, they're not for real. And they were. They were for real. So now I'm not going to go into this season, and I'm not going to be sleeping on the Bengals because Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, every, everybody that, that's there, to, they, they, they're, they're a real deal. And they went out there and they bolstered up their offensive line, which we all saw was a problem, right? So, yeah, yep. you're going up against Joe Burrow and company, Deshaun Watson. I want to see how he – how he is in Cleveland. Because I'll, I'll tell you, I have a few reservations on how good he's going to be in Cleveland with mm-hmm. that team. But obviously, mm-hmm. they believe in him a lot. They invested a lot in him, money and draft capital to get him. So, yeah, man, that's going to be a good one. Monday night yep. football action, everyone's watching Monday night. They did all that. They traded all of that to get Watson yep. to be able to beat Burrow and yep. the Bengals. You got Any NFL coach will tell you, you got to worry about winning your division first. Facts. So, Facts. I think that's a matchup. Uh, another one that I wanted to bring up here, week one Monday night football, Denver Broncos at Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> uh, I have revenge games. I have primetime games <laughs> written down. I call this a prime revenge game, okay? Yeah. Because – Wilson wants to get revenge on Seattle. Seattle's fan base will, even though they shouldn't, will feel scorned and want to throw that back at Wilson. So I think uh, that's a good one. Kansas City at Denver, week 14, Sunday night football, finally getting that primetime Mahomes versus Wilson matchup. And then the Rams against the Chargers, week 17, Sunday night football, out of Denver at Seattle, KC at Denver, and uh, L.A. against L.A., which of those games do you think that that you find most intriguing? I think it's got to be Kansas City at Denver, right? And I mean, I, I really mm-hmm. do like the the um, the Denver Broncos in Seattle. I think that that one's a fun right. one. And it's so funny though because when I was going over the schedule, I said, "Oh, Kansas City," or no, I, I like Denver, Seattle. Oh, that's okay. And I was like, "Oh wait, right. hold on, Russell Wilson's <laughs> going back." You know what I mean? Like right. it, it took a second for it to click in my head, and I was like, "Oh, that does mm-hmm. that is a good one." But I think when you look at at it, Kansas City and Denver, Patrick Mahomes versus Russell Wilson, two AFC West opponents. They're going up against yes. each other and really good quarterbacks. The only question I have about Seattle, who the hell's your quarterback? You know what I mean? Is it Drew Locke? Is it Geno Smith? Is it Baker Mayfield? Is it I mean, who is gonna be the quarterback? In Seattle. None of that sounds good, man. You're 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 ruining the holiday. It's unappetizing. <laughs> All three of those dishes. I don't want them. Right, no. exactly. That's why I can't give that game the the one that I think is the best Fair. one. So that's why Fair. I gotta look at the quarterback play and say Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Chiefs, Broncos. The Broncos are getting a lot of love, man. They're getting a lot of love that they're supposed to be this superstar team. And I know Wilson's a hell of a quarterback. Can he get them over the the hump? I don't know. They haven't had a good quarterback since Peyton Manning. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that, to me, is probably the the sexiest of those three. Yeah, and I think that's fair because, like you said, Seattle's probably not going to be a great team at the end of the day. Right. So while the matchup is spicy, it's also early, which lacks implication, and I don't expect Seattle, and it's NFC versus AFC, which isn't as important for tiebreakers. Same thing, although it's later in the season, it's the battle for LA. We know that the NFL is going to pump it up and, and doll it up and make it this big, huge event, which they should. That's smart from a business standpoint. But again, although the Chargers versus the Rams will be entertaining, like we talked about, like you mentioned with Denver-Seattle, the, the cross-conference 
uh, takes it down a little bit. They're not even in the same division. They're not in the same conference. Although late in the year, week 17, that'll probably be a very important game for seeding and yeah. all that. But yeah, I agree with you. You got to go with Denver, uh, Kansas City at Denver. The first time Russell Wilson gets to defend his home turf <laughs> against the king on the block in that division right. and Patrick Mahomes. I think that's going to be awesome. But we got a lot more games to talk about. We got more revenge games to talk about. Games that are just big-time games or big matchups that we want to see that aren't necessarily on prime time. Before we get into all of that, though, I do want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bars in the galaxy. So with Built Bar, you get the best of both worlds. Number one, of course, you get all the health benefits you need from a protein bar. They're low-calorie, they're low-sugar, they're high-protein, pri- pri- uh, they're high-fiber. Uh, you can use them as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. Either way, great for having Built Bars around when you're trying to accomplish your health goals. But guys, let's not bury the lead. <laughs> it's the taste. Right. Everybody knows. The Built Bars are delicious. Some of my favorites are the salted caramel, the white chocolate cheesecake. Shut the freaking door, man. So good. Uh, <laughs> the peanut butter brownie. Also, they got puff bars, which have like a marshmallowy consistency. They have crunch bars, which, come on, guys, they're crunchy. They're so <laughs> good, man. I, I really, the, I've had plenty of Built Bar flavors that are way better than certain candy bars that I've had. They're that good. So make sure you guys pick up a variety pack of Built Bars at Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're we back. back. I was yes, still sir. thinking hey, about you know I was still thinking about shutting the freaking door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that built bar ad was so good it caught you slipping. Hey man, I was in I a, my next one. I was in a daze when it came to that. <laughs> and you know it's so funny, no joke. Literally while we were talking about built bar and you were talking about built bar and I was laughing when you said shut the freaking door or whatever, you know, that was great. But I had a really good friend text me a picture of a box of built bars. So it's so funny yep. that a lot of people are thinking like, oh man, you guys are just talking about these things. No, people yeah. literally will text me and tweet me pictures of built bar. And I literally just got a, a picture of it. So uh, that, there you go. If that's not a testimonial, I don't know what is, but Hey, 100%. Tyler, we're here to talk about the schedule. We've been breaking it on down, having a lot of fun with it. You've had a lot of games to choose from. We talked about primetime games. We talked about holiday games. How about revenge games? How about revenge? Because who doesn't Ooh. want revenge, right? You want to talk about something that tastes great with a built bar? Revenge. It revenge. tastes fantastic with a built bar. So what, what, yeah. what revenge games do you have written down for us? Okay, so I love two things as a true American. That's... <laughs> A comeback story and revenge, okay, <laughs> which often intertwine themselves. Uh, but number one, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, I do cover the Tennessee Titans. Yes. No bones about it. And the Titans going on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles in week 13, the A.J. Brown revenge game. A.J. looking to get his revenge. The Titans looking to prove that they didn't need A.J. Brown, which I think is insanity. And John (laughs) Robinson's a fool and got fleeced by Howie Roseman for that deal. But whatever. Alas, it'll all be proven out. That's my favorite thing about arguing about sports. We'll figure out the answer. Eventually, sports will give us the answer. So uh, I think the NFL really missed an opportunity They put the Titans in Thursday night football with the Cowboys in week 17. And the last time the Titans and the Cowboys played in 2018, they put it on Monday night football. I get it. They want to use the Cowboys, who's a big national brand, to prop up the Titans, who, despite the size of Nashville, aren't a big brand in the NFL. 
And the Titans are a good team who are consistent and reliable on primetime. So you get the bump from the Cowboys and you get a good game from the Titans. Right. I get it. But I think Thursday night football, Eagles, Titans would have been immaculate. It would have been excellent. So even though it's not primetime, that's still a good revenge game. But another one, uh, Carson Wentz, two revenge games for him. Yeah. He gets to play at Philadelphia in week 10 going into Philly to respond to them. And then he also gets to play at Indianapolis in week eight <laughs> to get revenge on them. And then you have Chandler Jones's revenge on Arizona when uh, the Cardinals traveled to Las Vegas yep. to play your Raiders in week two. So out of A.J. Brown, Carson Wentz, or Chandler Jones, out of those revenge opportunities, which one are you most interested in? Well, you know, it's funny. I got a little side note here. As you were mentioning the Carson Wentz, and he has multiple opportunities. At some point, you know when they always used to say, at least this is what I always was told, like, hey, at some point, it's no longer them, it's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he's right. got... After so many revenge yes. opportunities, when is this guy the problem right so i think that we kind of know who the problem is in that situation yeah. the relationship problem there was not the the colts the relationship problem was not the eagles it was one carson wentz and so as, as much they as they say in basketball you're open for a reason. Ex exactly right. Exactly. I'm leaving you in the corner by yourself because I know you're not hitting that bucket. But, yeah, so I have to cross Carson Wentz off. I do love the the A.J. Brown angle. I'm interested to see because only because he's a wide receiver, I don't know how much he can control the revenge. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he's he's obviously a, a big-time weapon now for uh, Jalen Hurts, but uh, because they're going to – gonna you know have to allow the game to come to him I don't know how much that's going to to play in a, a role as far as the revenge and how much he can control in that situation but and not because I cover the Raiders I love this whole Chandler Jones situation only because I it's the first home game of the Raiders season in 2022 wow. and yeah, yeah exactly and of course you get you get uh, Kyler Murray, a guy that Chandler Jones hasn't been able to put his hands on because he's been playing for him. And, you know, mm -hmm. so now he gets an opportunity to chase after him. They know what he's all about. He knows what they're all about. Uh, I think that it's going to be really loud in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And uh, Chandler Jones, man, everything I've seen from him so far as a member of the Raiders, he's so excited to be a part of the team. So I think that, that that's going to be one where you can circle it. And, and like I said, A.J. Brown can't control anything. But on the flip side, like Chandler Jones can somewhat control something. Yes, you know what I mean? he can. He can. As a matter of fact, I remember week one <laughs> That's right, last season when he put a clown suit on Taylor Lewan and yes. had five effing sacks yes. in the game. He can yes. single-handedly dominate a game. I'm with you. Two things. Number one, yes, he can dominate a game. As I just said, I agree with you 100% there. And two, I know that this is speculation, but I like speculating. Yeah. Some people in the organization, are not happy with Kyler Murray's attitude. Right. He seems a bit dejected on the sideline. There's been some talk about maturity yeah. and how he leads the team. And a guy like Chandler Jones has been on some good organizations. He's a veteran guy who's been in the league a long time. I could imagine that Kyler Murray's young. I'm the leader of the franchise. I'm above everything. I don't have to be that serious. I'm, when we get down, I'm going to get standoff fishing. Yeah. I can see how that might rub a veteran like Chandler Jones the wrong way. And we know that Derek yeah. Carr is the opposite of that. He cares too much, right. not caring not enough. Right. So I think not only can Chandler Jones do it, but there will be significant motivation 
to do it as well. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. That's a great point. And yeah, I mean, Chandler Jones is a veteran's vet. You know, he's a very good mm -hmm. professional. Uh, he was with the Patriots organization before they traded him away to Arizona. And he even told me he felt like they traded him a little bit early instead of uh, instead of holding on to him a little longer. He thinks that they got rid of him a couple years too early. He went out there to Arizona, did his thing, and now he's in Las Vegas ready to do his thing as well. So yeah, I could definitely see that maturity with Murray being a situation. Yeah. So yeah. And I want to point out as well, did you guys just hear your boy Q, I spoke with Chandler Jones, and he told me, you're not going to get better coverage of a football team than you get with you and the Raiders. Listen to that humble brag, man. He, he did. It, yeah. I agree. Hey, you know. I agree with you. One, some other games, though, that don't fall in any of these categories, not revenge, not primetime, okay. but just some big games that I think will be great to watch for football fans. Number one, week six, Buffalo at Kansas City. When is watching Buffalo and Kansas City play football not one of the best things of the year? So that's a big game. Yeah. Kansas City at Cincinnati week 13. Mm. That's turning into a great yep. battle. And yep. there will be some revenge for KC in that one. And then finally, this one's a little off the beaten path. But San Francisco at Chicago week one. I just want to see Justin Fields and Trey Lance go against each other. Because I think one of those guys is going to be good and one of them isn't. Right. So I, I just I find those games interesting as well. Any of those stand out to you? Well, you know, I, I didn't realize where you were going with that uh, 49ers and Bears one. I thought you were taking it back to when I was in, I think, middle school, and I just knew that the <laughs> Bears were going to whoop the 49ers one game because it was going to be too cold for San Francisco to go play, and it was going to be foggy and windy and all that, and San Francisco went in there and just beat the brakes off, San, uh, off the Bears. I didn't know where you were going with yeah. that, but uh, the young stud quarterbacks going up against yeah. each other, that could be good. I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be starting week one. Who knows? You know, maybe – Maybe it'll still be Jimmy G's team at that point. I, I that's oh. a good that's a good question. That'd be a disappointment for San Francisco, like the yeah. Titans and Malik Willis. If if Ryan Tannehill is still a starter at twenty twenty three, if Jimmy Garoppolo is still a starter in twenty twenty three, I think that would whether or not it is, it would feel like a deflation for the fan base. For sure, yeah. I mean, at least the Titans didn't have to give up a a, a boatload of draft capital to go and get uh, Malik Willis. They barely traded. Matter of sure. fact, they traded with the Raiders. They went from ninety yeah. to eighty six. So yeah. they didn't that's make a whole lot point. of moves. San Francisco did a whole lot, so they'll be really disappointed. But mm -hmm. I look at those Kansas City games, man, and those are exciting. You know, Kansas City and yeah. Buffalo, hell, they changed rules. They changed overtime <laughs> rules because of that game, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yep. that's one. And then Kansas City and, and Cincinnati, how could you go wrong with that? You got Patrick Mahomes. You've got Joe Burrow. You know that the quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks in the AFC are fantastic. You know, I mean, they're, I'll tell you what, man, mm -hmm. the league is not in any place to struggle <laughs> when it comes to quarterback talent because no. it is littered all over the league. So I think both of those games, those Kansas City games, one against Buffalo and one against Cincinnati, I think both of those are fantastic. I do too. I say one struggle that the NFL does have that I'm going to point out here, I have one complaint okay. that I've seen from the schedule. The Cowboys, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, have 11 prime spot games, whether that be prime time or it be the solo window at yeah. 425 right. on Sundays. Wow. Listen. I know that they have a big fan base. Right. I know that the NFL is a business that wants to make money. But my God, the Cowboys are not good enough nor interesting enough to have 11. Right. Now, I don't want to say primetime spots because right. it's not 11 primetime, but just 11 prime television spots, whether it be Sunday at 430 or an actual primetime game. Again, the t they could have made Titans versus Eagles versus yeah. the NFC West a Thursday night football game. Yep. Instead of Titans-Cowboys, I think that would have been much better television. It's like the Lakers. I'm a huge Lakers fan. I've been a Lakers fan for 25 years now, 24 years. 
get them. They don't need to be playing 40 games <laughs> on TV right. every year. They right. just don't, man. It's not good for the sport long term. Right. Even if in the short term, it's a good business decision. Give some of those prime spots to other teams, build those fan bases, and then maybe the trade-off and the balance could be just as lucrative as the NFL thinks putting the Cowboys in these spots over and over again all the time seems to be. So that's my final and primary complaint. Uh, for the schedule release. I love it. I love it. I mentioned Tyler getting the fan base all fired up at the beginning of the show, and now he's getting them fired up at the end. Well, I can't let you go out by yourself. If you got to have a complaint, I got to yes. have a complaint too. So, yes. I'll t And I think that Ross Jackson will probably agree with me as he's the host of Locked On Saints. I'm the host of Locked On Raiders. I mean, if you're the NFL and you're looking at the Saints and the Raiders, are you going to schedule that game on Halloween Eve, if there's even such thing, or are you going to put that on Halloween like, wouldn't that make more sense, especially if it's in New Orleans? Play the game on Halloween, right? Yes. Yeah. Let those fan bases love to dress up right. and wear awesome face paint yes. and costumes. And literally, Raiders Saints <laughs> is a tailor-made game for Halloween. Right. What are they doing? Right. And so they dropped it on Halloween Eve. And so, I mean, hey, that's going to be fun. It'll be great to be in New Orleans. I'm sure the fan yeah. bases will be fired up. It'll make them stay in New Orleans maybe an extra day and celebrate Halloween. But oh, yeah. you could have had Halloween and this fantastic game with these fan bases that embrace Halloween like no other. And, I mean, hell, that's just everyday life is for Saints fans and Raider fans <laughs> to look like it's Halloween. So I, that's my yep. only complaint. I think the schedule was great. I think that a lot of the schedule was great. But I feel like they, they scheduled that game a day too early. Yeah, I guess the uh, NFL schedule makers dressed up as clowns for <laughs> Halloween. No, Tyler's dropping they, bombs. They did a good job. Boom. It's a tough job. Just it is. A joke. They, they do a good job. I, I wouldn't want that job it. at all. I wouldn't no. want that at no. all, brother. <laughs> so yeah, I can barely I do. I can barely go through 18 weeks and, and, and with one team trying to figure out what's going on and what makes sense, let alone every team, all 32 in the league. But they got it done. We love it. We celebrate it, and we embrace it, especially here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast Tyler thank you so much for filling in for Chris uh, for Chris Carter host of the Pittsburgh Steelers Tyler host of locked on Titans what uh what is what is everyone should be on the lookout for what do you got coming up on the show uh, so on the Locked On Titans podcast this week, I'm going to do some more schedule reactions. Uh, I am also going to do a little bit of a dive into uh, the Titans roster right now and some questions and answers that we need. But I'm doing a Malik Willis deep dive. I'm going to be talking personally to Malik Willis's quarterback trainer. Nice. Uh, I'm going to be talking to the guy who covered Malik Willis for two years in college. And I'm going to give my own uh, analysis from my scouting and my film work to talk about what Malik Willis is going to be in 2022 and what he will be in 2023 so that's kind of my uh my big project coming up this week on locked on titans but check out uh my thursday show on when i host the locked on yeah. nfl podcast on my regular day as well but check out all the days right obviously some great some great talent here on the locked on NFL podcast for sure and you can make sure to check out Tyler on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans you can find him right there uh, he's got all his work put out there as well uh, on the Raiders podcast man locked on Raiders we're going to be deep diving into the schedule you know listening to Raider Nation see what they got to say been going over all the draft guys you know all the guys that they brought into the team and you know hey rookie minicamp is 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 going on started today so there's yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff to like I mentioned at the top of the show the NFL finds a way to keep us locked in every single day of the week 
every day of the year. It is just a machine, and we love it, and we embrace it here on the Locked On NFL podcast. And uh, Monday through Friday, we do it. So, Tyler, thank you again so much, my man. I do appreciate you. Uh, make sure you tune in to Locked On NFL on Monday. We'll be back at it with some great stuff. You don't want to miss out on that. Thank you so much for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the show free and available on all po- platforms. For my guy, Tyler Rowland, host of Locked On Titans. I'm your boy Q, host of Locked On Raiders podcast. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.